Hello, and welcome to another episode of This Diet Life. I'm Kim Dunaway. This will be the fifth part in our 10-part yoga series on the yogas and niyamas of yoga. Today's yama and the last yama is aparagraha, which is a big word, and it basically means do not covet, which is very similar to a Ten Commandments that says the same thing. At the core of this yama is avoiding comparison. There's a quote I remember because it's very short and easy to remember, and that is, comparison is the thief of joy. And it's so easy for us to do with anything, be it the way that we look. We look at someone else's hair, skin, body, compare ourselves to them. I wish I had her hair. I wish I had her skin. I wish I had his body. I wish I was in better shape, fit like this person. We do it with material things, cars, houses, small things like countertops, appliances. And then in really large scale, I, I wish I had that person's life. I wish I had that person's ability to dot, dot, dot. I wish I could sing like so-and-so. And some of those statements may seem very harmless when you make them. But when you do that, you're telling yourself that you don't measure up. You're not good enough. This particular yama marries very well with the niyama we'll talk about in a few weeks called santosha, which means contentment. But before we can get to a point of being content with our life and what we have, we have to stop wanting what other people have. That old cliche we've all heard a million times, the grass looks greener on the other side. Until you get to the other side and you realize the grass is the same color as your own. Maybe it's even duller. So we make a lot of assumptions when we compare ourselves to other people. A lot of assumptions that are not true. So the first thing is you've got to be aware when you do this. When you say, I wish I had, I wish I was, look at her, look at him, look at them. First thing is to notice that you're doing it, bringing that awareness to your mindset. The second thing is you've got to stop assuming because there's a lot behind a pretty face. There's a lot of hard work at times behind a really fit body. There may be certain trade-offs that you may not be willing to do to get to a certain level, but in your mind, whatever that person has that you think that you want, in your mind, it came very easy for them. And that's a mistake. 
because it gives you this victim mentality. And again, subscribes that somehow you're not worth it. What you're doing isn't good enough. So stop comparing yourself to other people. Stop comparing your accomplishments to other people. Don't even compare your experiences to other people because we're all different and we're meant to have different experiences. We're meant to go through life with our own unique lens. When I teach yoga, especially when students are new, I really try to discourage them from looking at what other people are doing. Now this is hard to do because for one thing they're trying to look and see what a pose is. They've come to their mat for the first time, they have no idea what warrior two looks like, so they need to look at somebody else's warrior two. They don't trust themselves just listening to verbal cues. But the problem then becomes, well, my yoga pose doesn't look like that person's yoga pose. And there may be a, a number of reasons for that. One is they're new to the class. Another is their warrior two may never look like someone else's warrior two because we all have different limitations, different flaws. We've had different prior injuries. We have different length and size of our bone structures, muscles, our history of our eating, our activity levels. All of this shapes the way that we look on a yoga mat, the way we look when we're running, lifting weights, all of these things. So what you do isn't going to look like what somebody else does. But what people often do is they compare themselves to someone else and then they immediately decide that what they're doing isn't good enough. You're really excited that you ran a 10 minute mile. And then you find out that someone else ran a nine minute mile. So all of a sudden you feel as though what you did isn't good enough. Absolutely not. That's still an amazing accomplishment that you ran a 10 minute mile. And it's fine to have goals for yourself and to compare yourself to your own goals, but not to other people's. So that you don't let what other people are doing diminish what you are. Now, consequently on the other side, you don't let what other people are doing make you think that you're better. So that same example, you ran a 10 minute mile Someone else you know ran a 12-minute a mile. You're thinking, oh, I'm so much better than that person. You've been doing yoga for two days, and there's another person that's been doing yoga for two days, and it comes easier for you. And you feel like, oh, I'm so much better. Again, that is equally as destructive as thinking that you don't measure up and feeling like you are not good enough, feeling that you are better than other people is just as destructive. And we don't want that either, which is why comparison is so completely useless. Because we either feel 
worse than or better than, and neither one of those emotions are beneficial in any real way. Now that doesn't mean that at times that you won't see people with less than what you have as a reminder of, yes, I should be content with what I have. Or similar types of opportunities for personal growth. But where comparison puts us in situations that emotionally aren't healthy for us or when we use those comparisons as some type of a benchmark that we either don't measure up to or somehow we are superior. So the first thing, as I mentioned before, is to become aware when you make these comparisons. And the second thing is to be okay with where you are. If you don't like where you are, then change it. Don't take that opportunity to go in a victim mode or throw a pity party for yourself because that really won't get you anywhere. In fact, it will just set you back. And don't beat yourself up if you compare yourselves to other people once you start to notice it, especially if you notice that you do it quite a bit. Because the fact that you're now aware of it means that you're in a position to be able to change that. Just say to yourself, wow, I didn't realize I did that so much. And take every single opportunity to be a better person. To work on being okay with where you are. Before you can be happy with where you are, you first got to be okay. So if you woke up this morning and you felt like, okay, my life on a scale of one to 10 is a four is what you felt like. You're not going to get to a 10 overnight, but my goal for you would be get to a five. Just get to a five. When you get to five, then we can work on getting the six, but you can't go from I hate my life to I love my life. First, you've got to get to I'm okay with my life. I'm okay with my car. I'm okay with my job. I'm okay with my kids. I'm okay with my spouse. I'm okay with my body. All of these can be very difficult things depending upon where you are in your life. First, you've just got to be okay with it. And it might be just being okay with one of those attributes at a time. And then once you be okay with it, then again, like I said, once we get to the niyamas, we can work on being content with that. And then we can work on having joy with what you have. And like I said, if there's something that you don't like, and it's something that you feel like you can't be okay with, then take that opportunity to make changes to where you want to be. And that's okay. As we'll talk about, contentment doesn't mean complacency. It doesn't mean that you're not aiming to do things better and greater. It just means that it's not going to be your source of happiness. So this week, as you start to apply a par graha to your life, 
really look at those places in your life where you tend to compare yourself to other people. Notice it and begin to make those changes. Again, just small changes. Just start by being okay with who you are. As always, thanks for listening. And our next stop will be moving to the Niyamas. And the Niyamas are more about externally than the Yamas, which are more internal. So I look forward to talking with you soon. Namaste.